Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, emotionally conflicted shrine priests, morally corrupt modeling company executives, ancient vows to mystical creatures, bold-faced lies, modernization of rural areas, and cosmetic surgery. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 175. Who's the next skinny pig? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review. Some podcasts of Eddie reviews about connecting the ass narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, buongiorno, and what's up? Yes, we're back for another fun-filled episode. Um, and with me today is... Lethal. Yep. I had to cut my name down. Hey, 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 hey. It wasn't my fault. It was Edict from On High from The Missing One. Yep. The queen of the universe who apparently, well, she's too busy dealing with her three little people. Mm-hmm. She crowned you. She Ooh. said, she crowned you. I behead the royal brush of the toiletry upon your head. By the way, hi guys, this is Baz. Uh, love to stay, however, this is definitely not my field. I apologize for not knowing it. Yeah. So, see ya. Anyway, um, so remember you can check us out at www.sparker.com. Email us, me at zansparker.com. And lethal at sparker.com. That's A-L, not E-L. No, it's E-L. Oh, it's E-L? L-E-P-H-A-L. Anyway! So, so, what's new with us? We're reviewing a bunch of shit which was sent to us by our benefactors at Vertical Inc. Oh, Ed, we love you so much. Well, everybody at Vertical Inc., because you guys are awesome. You send us stuff unlike Viz or Kodansha or Yen Press. Okay. Vertical, we love you so, so much. And your content is usually 90%, no, 100% awesome, except for Mandala and Velveteen. Why, oh God, did you show me that, Ed? I know you find that funny, but what the fuck? Come on. So, as you know, we're, we kind of went a little weird because they sent us some stuff and we're trying to be cool with you, Ed, so we're going to skip the Wheel of Manga this week to review two mangas, which are pretty cool, a lot of fun, and, well, honestly... They're really fucked up. Yeah. Well, well, yours is fucked up. Mine is kind of whimsical and weird, but let's get to yours first. So, um, what type of manga are we talking about here? We're talking about more of like a, um, Japanese manga, and it was <clears throat> actually adapted in a live-action film in 2012. 
And it's also the first Jose ever written. That's a go. big deal, because for those who don't know, Jose's manga written for... Us? Women between the ages of 18 and 40. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, I'm being serious, guys. It says 18 plus on the back. And, um, not because of, you know, the content. It's because literally you flip the first page, you get naked people on it, so. Even, not in, not in the way like Ranma naked or like other series naked. It's, it's kind like, of... it's like a serious naked, kind of like, cause. Sexually provocative. No, but the thing is, though, when it comes to Japan, all kind of stuff, they don't see, uh, nudity as sexuality. But in this one, it kind of is. I'm a little confused. It's a little it. dirty. Yeah, it's it's a dirty book. It's like, you know, you have art, but then you have filth? Not filth. I would say more of um. It has a little wrongness to yeah, it. Yeah, little, the little wrongness to it that kind of makes you want to uh, put the book down for a couple minutes and ask, why did that happen? Why does it have to happen? And how did that happen? True. And it was written by the queen of Jose herself, Kyoko Okazaki. And she's, um, unfortunately... She is of... still in recovery. Yeah, she got into an accident after she finished releasing this. Literally, and... after she released this. And they're trying to fix it up, because it's kind of the version that Vertical got isn't completely finished, but they're working on it. So we're getting there. But, it's a Jose, as we said, released by Vertical. Um, it came out in 2003, and how many volumes are there? Just one, I believe. You thought it was to be continued. Yeah, it does, actually. Although I could see this as being the ending. Yeah, it does. Kind of one of those to be continued, and then you don't know what the hell happens. Kind of the series got canceled, but then it's... it's... So what is the manga that you're reviewing, or we're reviewing? We are reviewing Helter Skelter, fashion unfriendly. Yes. uh... We're not talking about the murder, folks. We're talking about an actual manga here. And not a Helter Skelter thing that you slide on. Mm -hmm. No. But it could actually go on the fact that it's that spinning... Well... uh... I don't. I don't want to um, be rude or anything. I don't. When I say rude, I mean I don't want to think that you know I'm just going off here. But I can see why she said "Helter Skelter" is more of the title for this. It's kind of because she almost murders herself in a way, not not phys- not physically, but almost mentally, because she literally changes everything that she is just to be out in the world. Well, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. So what is what is Helter Skelter about? It is about a girl named Lilika. And she technically goes through dozens and dozens and dozens of um, prosthetic surgery to look like a very beautiful model. In which case, she went through probably a lot of um, weight changes, like weight surgery, weight loss surgery, and all that kind of stuff. Um, definitely got a new face, all completely new face, because at one point, one of the characters say that she's the most interesting person because... Her skin does not move with her bones, which is a little weird to me, but, I mean, you got surgery, it's not going to happen. She also got a lip in her eye, so that she can have eyelids, so. Yeah, that's a little, it's a little intense, because it's... She literally changed everything that she was to be everything that everybody wants to be. It's essentially... The dilemma of what most of wanting to be the best and what the costs are for success because it's what she gives up in order to become this model. And what all the horror stories you hear about models, this personifies. You see the fact, like, 
when you see interviews with them and they say, oh, well, I eat like a normal girl. I like going out and doing this. And then you see the inner workings of what they're actually thinking or what they do in order to look that good. It's not, oh, I just do a couple sit-ups. No, they have to go through agonizing pain oh, and yeah. torture and risk bodily harm and in order to be the best and how crazy it is in order to do all this. I mean, how many, like, doesn't she say she doesn't sleep at all? Uh, no, she doesn't sleep, or when she tries to sleep, she can't. She takes a bunch of pills. Like, I'm looking at the page right now, and her hand is filled with a bunch of different pills. And then to top it off, you have her manager. Oh, the call. What are the Yes, who, yeah, I'm, I'm taking care of you. I'm taking, um, I promise you I'm giving you all the money. I'm using your money the way you want it to. No, more like I'm using the money you made through us to keep you the way you are. For a little bit longer. Just a little bit longer, sweetheart. That's all you need. And then uh, we'll talk to the side. And your savings? It, no, you don't have savings. And uh, your family's not getting anything either. Screw that. So. Yeah, it's it's all the lies and and betrayals in this series. And, I mean, then you have her assistant who... Is hmm. she gay? Is she straight? I feel so bad for her. I really do. She's not... She's not a helper. No, no, no. She, that's that's not her manager. That's 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 her master at this point. Because at first you're reading like, oh yeah, no, that's just you know helper, you know, like a hired friend sorta. And then you keep going through it and keep going through it, and you're like, wow, um, no. <laughs> yeah, how come Makoto did not bail long ago? She should like last page. She's still sticking there. I'm like, what? I'm confused. Uh, she's right there. Yeah, after she went crazy, she's still there. No, um. And doesn't she leave her boyfriend for her? No, 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 no. They're still there. They're they're a threesome couple, apparently. Hey, it is so. Because at um, let's see, at one point, I mean, um, they're about to do it, and Lilico walks in, fucks the boyfriend in front of her, in front of her. She's crying in the corner watching this happen, and then Lilico, I think, walks away and says, "See you tomorrow." goes back in. They don't talk for two weeks, and then a couple weeks later, they're talking again. They're mad at each other because, you know, of different reasons. Then they throw the acid in the girl's face, yada, 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 and then it goes... Spoilers a little bit, but... Yes, spoilers. Sorry about that. Yes. It proceeds into something more, and then it shows them at the very end. I forgot where. Here it is. Where she's technically destroyed. Like, her body is just terrible right now, and they're both there. They're both there helping. As much as they can. Yes, because plastic surgery does not last. No, it doesn't. And um, I don't know if I want to believe this book, but Luliko gets a lot of bruises on her body. Like her face, there was a really big one on her neck that she couldn't see, that her assistant saw. And then when she stopped going to her treatment, she got... Um, she went crazy. Yeah, her body just deformed. So It's a very dark story. It it's, it's it's about the fall of someone who raises the top. That's what it is. So if you're in for a re- if you want to read this um, book just for the oh the fashion part of it, you're not going to get any fashion to this whatsoever, guys. This is literally about the life of a supermodel that goes downhill. Yes, and um, so what would you say about the art style? Because this is the quintessential Jose style. What yeah, this you- is interesting. I really this was um. It was really interesting. Um, I have seen mangas where they don't complete some of the lines, like when the eyes get all screwed up, but she she held her game for the most part. For the most part, I'm sorry. For the whole entire thing, because, you know, you can tell 
what's happening in every single scene. Um, you can see the expressions on everybody's face, and you can understand what's happening. So, but it's a, it's not detailed like some other series. It's just it's it's out there. It's... Well, the thing is, though, if you put too much detail into it, you start to get lost in it, and it's you're not because when you don't add detail, you're telling somebody, hey, fill it in yourself. So. I could be looking at this, she could be behind the bridge or anything bad. You know, anywhere else, I could be looking at this part, she could be, you know, on top of something. I could do whatever I want with it and put it in my own perspective, which I find pretty interesting. But Which would work for it because it's trying to get you in that mindset and would work for the demographic in itself, which is adult women, which is something very different because most things before this were shoujo were girls as magical girls and girls as, you know, getting the prints and this is... Pretty interesting. Pretty fucked up. Yeah, no. Um, at one point, there is a new model with natural beauty that comes in, and Lilico gets so jealous. And ladies, we all know, when we're sitting there high and mighty, and then somebody else comes in naturally, just whatever, like, we did really good on something. Really, really good. And we tried really, really hard to get there. And then somebody pops in like, hey, what's up? I did nothing for this. We get a little mad. Just a little tiny, teensy, weensy mad. Like throwing a chair out the window. But I digress. Yes. So overall, out of our five-point rating system, what would you give uh, Helter Skelter by Kyoko Okizaki? Borrow it from a friend and never return it. Unless offered Pocky? Mm-hmm. Why didn't when you go the further route? The really, really fucking cool one, because, you know, it's it's kind of, it's different, it really is different, but it's not something that, you know, I mean, I don't get me wrong, I do want to reread it already, and I'm just looking at it like, oh, time to reread it, let's go, but um, it's something that, it's like a casual read when you really want to get something deep, deep down, just working up, so. I don't really, okay, I really so it's not that you that. have to read this every single week level of this is the greatest thing ever. This is more like... If you start reading it every single week, you're going to go crazy. <laughs> Just saying. I'd say more Give Me Crazy Aunt Miro, but not forgettable. It's car- It's fucked up. It's like watching a car accident and you're like, you want to look away. You do. But No, it's more like you want to help it, but do you really want to get blood on those white pants, guys? I mean, you, you just got those white pants. Do you really want to get blood all over them? Just, just walk away slowly. That's it. Yeah, no, it's it's a tragic, tragic story. It is, and it's just interesting. And also the way that Vertical released it was just welcome. It does a service to the manga. You have a lot of color pages. And then, you know, it's not like, shy about nudity either, like we were talking about before. You, you see a lot of nudity in this book, and it's not... I don't know how to say if it's sexual nudity or not, because at some points it's not, and at some points it is. And then some points well, it's not, and then some points it's really not, and then some points it really is. Well, I was going more with the design itself, because Ed had to deal with, from all the panels, and they talked about this, he had to go through a lot to get this released the way it was. Mm-hmm. And with the color pages. I like those color pages. They're done so well. And the design, um, compared to, say, let's go with Gravitation. Compared to it, what do you think about the way that he released it? You think it was done a service? I just, I wish he did more color. That's all I really wish for because some of the concept arts that, um, it didn't, because I was a little confused as to which one I should be looking at. The blonde one, the redhead, the white haired one, the, which one should I be looking at? I'm just a little confused. But I really wish it was in color because I think, you know, if it was colored, it'd be a little bit more fun to look at. So. Now here's a question. 
do you want to watch the live action movie now? Probably. Probably just to see how fucked up it gets. Even though Ed says that it is weird. I'll do weird. Nah, well, Let's do weird. Definitely. Um so you think we should you think we should lighten the mood just a little bit? Sure, why not? Yeah, I think we should go a little further into that. But beforehand, I think we should take a little bit of a break. What do you think? Yeah, definitely. So sit back, listen to some bumpers. We're going to go get something to drink, get some water, get everything evened out. Talk to you guys in a bit. The only 10 on that show is Wow, and she's got, like, enormous tits Fair and enough. is actually somewhat sane. She does have one problem that may not be a problem for you, okay. but it is a problem for me. All right. Because I know your taste in, uh, in the ladies. In the ladies? She does like to publicly urinate. I have a problem with that. So do I. Like, where... You, you just said you didn't. What the hell? I said I didn't think you did. Oh, no. I have a problem with that. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm like... What? Just, you know, I was like, Sean doesn't... I guess Sean doesn't have a problem with Look, that. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty open-minded, but I draw the line at peeing anywhere. Even, There's a place even, for even, to go. Even toilets, you're like, no, 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 no. That's where it should go. That is it. You are limited to that. Maybe the shower, just as long as I don't know about it. The Alpha Counter Podcast, a new general topic podcast from the creators of Method to Madness. Find it online at alphacounter.com. Well, anyway, we're back. Um, we had a little bit of a break, which is cool. I know some of you are like, oh my god, what the fuck? You guys never do breaks. But the fact is some people were complaining that we take too long, and then we just ramble on and on. Don't give anybody a break chance to just consume or relax with the information at hand. Now we're going to get into something a little bit more intriguing and a little bit different. A little more, we'll say, because that was a Jose, so let's go to the other side of the spectrum. We're going to go to a Senate. And this one especially, because this is a big one, especially for the context behind it. Because... This is a manga that is written by someone who you wouldn't think wrote a manga. And in order to do that, let's talk about Satoshi Khan. Now, for those who don't know, Satoshi Khan is an anime director who directed films like Perfect Blue, which we reviewed in this podcast, Paprika, Millennium Actress, Tokyo Godfathers, and several other series. And he was going to be the next Miyazaki, the next Otomo. Unfortunately, he passed on. He died of cancer, and actually he was working until the day he died. So he didn't tell him until like a week before he was going to die, and he's like, Hey, Mom, Dad, just wanted to let you know I'm dying. What the I'm still working on a, a project, but I'm still dying. Because he was that dedicated to it, and it's a loss. Because he's one of the people who were like, This guy is going to be big. This guy is going to be amazing. He's going to be wonderful. And his style is just so intriguing. It's not just typical, you know, action, 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 action. Like, what do you think about his style, what you saw from those? From my perspective, I like the drawing style, and I like the character that he gives the characters. Like, you don't, he doesn't just slap somebody into the world to do whatever they want. They all have an individual character to themselves. They have something different all about each other. But the thing is, though, it all kind of ties into one theme. And also, everything has more to it. It's not just, okay, you have main character A, main character B, supporting characters A, B, C, and D, and then everyone else. Every single thing you want to look at, you're like, hey, I wonder what's going on over there. It's like in the opening of Paprika, what did you think about that? I was like, oh, hey, she's just driving along, driving along. Oh, that's so cute. The truck is moving. What? She's flying now. What? Um, what? What? What the heck's happening? This is, oh, this is interesting. I like this. Yeah, Paprika is one of those ones eventually we're going to have to re-record because we were recorded originally with Vinny from a All Geeks Considered, but it's lost the annals of time. No. 
We'll redo it. It's a fun movie. Uh, a it little, a little, fun. Are you kidding me? A little dark, though. She but jumps into somebody's shirt. <laughs> it's like, haha, see you guys. Hey, the guys are being jerks, and you saw her. She's like saying, hi, I'm happy, and you see her mood just go... <laughs> yep, exactly. But he's done so much, and he does it in such a way that you're just like, yeah, this guy, he, he was would have been the boss. This is the man. Unfortunately, he passed away. And... Thanks to our friends at Vertical, we got sent a manga which they just picked up, which Ed worked his ass off to get, especially because of the context of it, because this is a big one. This is a big deal. And it was made by Satoshi Khan, and there's actually a big foreword from the, the original review release, and when he released it nine years later, the ninth anniversary. And I actually, part of me wants to read these, and you think we should read just one of them? Yes, definitely. By the way, thank you, Ed. Yes, Ed, thank you. We know we've thanked you like four times, but thank you again for this one, because this one is awesome, and it's just... Because, well, first off, let's get into this. Now, this is, of course, as we said, published by Vertical Inc., but originally it was published in Young Magazine by Kodansha. So how the fuck, Ed, you were able to get this from Kodansha, I don't know, but you must have sold something or been like, hey, man, I'll give you 50 bucks and I'll buy you a hooker to get it, but you got it, and it's done to your credit. It really is. And originally it came out in 1990. There's one volume only, so it's really easy buy. It's uh, $14.95, so that's not too bad. It's a mythological environmental sentence series and the title is Shinsoban Kakaisen, or as it's been translated, Tropic of the Sea. Yes, Tropic of the Sea, which Sounds kind of cool, and you're probably wondering, what is this about? It's about sea life, sea things. It's a little more than that. He leaves an afterword at the ending where he says this. In my own view, I've been wearing the hats of both manga artist and animator. But when I'm introduced in magazines and such, they refer to me as anime director, with my manga artist hat consigned to oblivion. I don't recall ever tossing the hat away or shuttering that business, but I can't fight society's objective violation. These days, I mostly consider... Myself as manga artist in my previous incarnation. Because that's the thing. Most people don't realize he was a manga Because he has apparently a lot of series. And this was the first one. This is a intriguing story. That when you see it, you're like, I could see Satoshi Khan making this into an anime. This would have been amazing. But part of me feels that it, it could have been kept the way it is. But first, let's get into what this is actually about. To put this into one sentence, this is embracing change versus conforming to tradition. That's what this is about. It's about a young kid named Yosuke Yoshiro. He's 18 years old. He's studying to get out of college. He's also the eldest son of the head priest for the Hiratsu Shrine in Ade S Prefecture, which is a coastal town. And he does the tradition of what his family's been doing. He does this weird tradition that they've been doing because every day, Yosuke goes down to the sea, he gets a bucket, he Gets a bunch of seawater, he goes back to the shrine and he pours it on a mermaid's egg. Because his family years ago made a deal. that It's been going on for the last 200 years. And the deal is that that family will take care of this mermaid's egg for 60 years and then they return to the sea. In exchange for this, taking care of the, the baby and raising it and making sure it's good, as long as they take care of this, the sea will be nice and plentiful and they'll be safe. And that has been the case for generations and generations and generations. And his grandfather completely is very foreign and he's against He's retired. He's living in a hospital. He's old. And 
he instilled in family that this is important. This is a big fucking deal. You have to do this. Right? So as I said, Yosuke, every day he goes down with his dog, Fujimaru, and that's what they do. What? That's a big egg. He's holding like a, like a miniature soccer ball. I'm sorry. It's a... Well, it's, it's literally in both of his hands, yes. But here's the problem, though. You have the head priest, his father, Yozu. He's the 23rd head priest of this shrine. And he notices that the Ozaki Corporation has been coming around and they've been fixing things up because they want to turn Aide into a resort paradise. So they're building and they're doing this stuff. And Yozu is kind of saying, why are we not adapting this to our traditions? Why do we have to conform to the old ways? The new ways, we should embrace them, make it better. And some people are like, this is brilliant. We're getting money. We're going to be awesome. We're going to sell our old shop and move all the way to the other side of Japan. And But some people are just saying straight up, what the hell? You're supposed to be a priest. You know, you're now worshipping gold. You're not worshipping God. What's going on? You're not following the old ways. And he's kind of cashing in on the whole trend of, this is the mermaid's egg that 60 years ago we made this deal. And people are wondering what the hell's going on. That why why is he being a jerk to this? And the corporation, who's their current the on-site manager, Kenji, is like, oh, we'll just humor them. We'll set up a big thing. We'll put up signs saying this is the mermaid's paradise. And meanwhile, Grandpa is like, son, what the fuck are you doing? This is our tradition, and you can't break this. It's real. And his dad's like, no, this is bullshit. This isn't a mermaid's egg. You probably found this years ago. Six, you forgot about it. You have this conflict between grandfather and son versus the father because the father and grandfather are fighting and the son's like, who do I follow? Do I agree with dad or do I agree with grandpa? Because grandpa's saying this is important. Tradition's important. And dad is saying, hey, fuck tradition. We need the money. And he's kind of conflicted in this situation. What? I'm sorry. I just like the little skit there where they um, somebody stepped on the dog's tail, and you can actually see the print on the dog's tail, kind of like a classic, you know, well, the, the step around thing where like somebody gets trampled on like a human, and you can see the marks <laughs> yep. on them. I was kind of funny. Sorry. No, it's it's pretty cool, and you see Stoshiko, but and as this goes, as this conflict goes on and on, things start getting worse because the time of the returning is supposed to happen, and the Osaki Corporation decides to blow up the area where the shrine is where they have to return it, which is Kamizumi, this island off the coast where the shrine is. They decide to blow it up to build something, and things start getting weird. You know, like when Yosuke is out with his friends at night, he starts seeing things underwater, like a person who looks like a mermaid, but might not be a mermaid. And then, after they save his grandfather, you know, they... The corporation takes the egg back, but they notice that Yosuke cut his hand when he's trying to save his grandfather from the thing getting blown because he's protesting. His hand's miraculously healed, and Grandpa, who had stage 3 cancer, suddenly is all better. Oh, mermaids. So, it's now the question of what's going on, who knows what, and where the hell is this going? Because things are getting weird, because is it really, is this real, or is this imaginary, or what's going on? And later on, it gets even more crazy. I like how the dog is just here. He's just like a separate character of himself. Hey, hey, he's Fujimaru. just like, yo, bark, 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 bark. Fujimaru is Fujimaru. He's, he's there for, to be there. He's like a side character. He is. He's, he's the second character you meet. You meet Yosuke and you meet Fujimaru. And so, overall, 
It's about modern-day development versus... A traditionalized uh, society. Yes. And that's what it is. It's intriguing and it's compelling. I mean, it's one of those things that you're just like... Well, it's more like, um, from what I'm looking at right now, it's more like a forced um, industrialization on a very traditional island. Yeah, it, it's embracing change versus conforming to tradition. That's what this is about. That's what the heart of this is. And it's a great story. It's short, it's simple, and it makes sense. And it would be a great anime, but it it ends in such a way where it's got that melancholy bitter sweetness to it where something good could happen but something not good could happen too. I'm not going to spoil it for you because this is something that I really think you should read. The art style it's Satoshi Khan. Very reminiscent of Naoki Urasawa's and Otomo's style where there's an insane amount of detail for all the characters. You can see every wrinkle, every face. all the Everything is very detailed and it's in depth and it's just well done and it has that touch of what, the, the mermaid? Hey, Sorry. they don't notice it because they're stupid. They're, they don't notice it? They don't notice what they're looking at right now. Hey, he's the one who kind of notices it, but the question is, is it just a dream? Because he's still kind of in denial land because he's like, Dad says that it's not real. Yeah. The dog's just like, yo, there's something there. I'm just going to keep commenting on this dog because this dog is a character. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Lethal's reading this while we're doing this because she's I'm just... kind of like following it too because at the point where he said that the industrialization, I was like, oh, there it is. They're building something right there. And Grandpa's crazy. <laughs> but the art is really well done. The design of the book itself, that Virgil decided to use for the cover, I don't know. It's, it's embossed and it looks... It's got a nice glossy it's cover to it. It's got texture to it, technically, where you can. it feels like you can actually touch it and you can feel it. But, I mean, it's just gloss on paper. The other thing is it's simple. Yes, it's not it crazy. Simple. It's not, let's put every single color possible. It's just blues. A lot of blues. A lot of nice blues nice cooling it's relaxing and it fits with the the story which is about mermaids and okay (laughs) mermaids no the the mermaids and mysticism and going back to the world this mysticism thank you mysticism or would you prefer mythological concepts i like mythological concepts thank you very much hey i have lots of myth well we're not arguing about this right now (laughs) That's between you and, and Ray's. That's your shit. Your guys' shit. But, overall, art style is great, design is great, and it's Satoshi Khan. And even if it wasn't a Satoshi Khan, even if we didn't know who he was, this showed that he had potential even to begin with. If he didn't want to do anime, if he just wanted to do manga, it's just, a, he's a great storyteller. And everything is just set in such a way where each piece works. Like, you'd have a frame where it's just showing the a building being bulldozed, and it just goes over each little piece, so it just builds up, and you say, hey, what's going on over there? Or, there's a scene in a boat, and you just see little things in the background that you wouldn't really notice. You're like, hey, that looks like uh, something's there, but is it there, or is it just the shadow? I don't know. But I do kind of like how over here, going back to the bulldozer over here, you can see that, I guess, they're trying to show sounds, mm-hmm. and then they keep going with the sounds in, every, in almost every panel, aside from the woman being inside, and it keeps going, and going, and going. I, I like that part. Yeah, where, where they focus on the fact that no matter what, the progression is exactly. still there. Yeah, it's, it's And it just, the design, and it just shows that he is a very well, was a well-thought-out mangaka, and it's just fascinating how it's been done. 
So, out of our five-point rating, I'm going to have to give this a, as you guessed, really, really, really fucking cool. If you do not read this now, your brain will freeze, your eyes will swell up, and your soul will be forfeit to the great Zomo Gustav. <laughs> Hello, Palazzo. Read it. You will like it. I guarantee it. It's in this best part. You could show this to adults or regular people, regular normies who aren't anime and otaku fans, and they will actually appreciate it. Yeah, it's, it doesn't have a, uh, like a traditional manga, you know. Well, I'm not. I'm sorry, not traditional manga. Traditional anime feel. With no, it's not. Guys. It's not shoujo. It's a sentence style. Yes. You see, it's realistic and it works for adults. But you could show this to like a, a college class and be like, hey. Check this out. But you could also show it to somebody else, too, like a 12-year-old or somebody who's just starting to get into stuff like this, and they'll still, you know, appreciate it. So it's kind of, it's not kind of like restricting it to an age, or at least I don't think it is. I don't see it. Age I, they're not really, it, but so. the, it's just the ending I don't think a 15, 16-year-old would appreciate. It's a very ambiguous ending. Well, they're going to have to learn about it, one way or another. I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, it, it's up to you. So let's get to that part we've all been waiting for. Because remember, you can check us out at www.sparkin.com. You can email me at zansparkin.com. And me at www.sparkin.com. But, and you can also, the more important thing, you can check us out at sparkin.gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and we're putting lots of pictures up on our Facebook page and on our website. Yes, definitely. And we still have to get a lot of other stuff going on with those what? Mommy found the porn. <laughs> that's not mommy, that's girlfriend found the porn. Oh, shit. Hold on. Don't look at me. Good job. Girlfriend found the porn. We didn't <laughs> even talk about her because she was she's a minor character. Maki's really minor. But, so let's get to that part we've all been waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. The Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except I'll substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with ten slots on it. And what we're going to do is we're going to spin that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. Go to our number lands that we're reviewing in the next episode of the Sparkin Manga Review. So, are you ready for your first spin of the Wheel of Manga, or should I go first and then you get yours? Can I just say something real quick? What's up? Rip to all the headphone users. Oh my god. Of course. They're used to this now, especially the ones who play me on Xbox Live whenever they want me to shout that as I kill them in Halo. So, are you ready to spin, or should I spin? Up to you, bud. Alright. Actually, you should spin first, because it's your first time to spin that one, but only the Wheel of Panka. Number nine! So, let's see what's in number nine. Ooh, that's a good one. You're not fun with that. And it's another one brought to us by that, those one, those only, those wonderful people at Vertical Inc. We're talking about the one which has to deal with William Tell, apparently, but I don't think it has anything to do with w William Tell. Wolf's Moond! Or is it Wolf Mouth? Wolf's Mund. It's Mund. M-U-N-D. Wolf's Mund. But that means mouth, though. Wolf's Mouth. The wolf's, or is it the Wolf's Jaw? You know what? I don't know, okay? I don't know. I know. You're not German. Or yeah, well, whatever yeah. language it is. It's not German. It's some fake language. I think it's on the edge of Germany. I have to look back. It's on the edge of Germany and Switzerland. Yeah, I don't know. It's like a... It, yeah. Okay. But it's, it's, a, it's a good manga. We know this. It's by Vertical Inc. Ed brought it to us. 
Yes. Nine times out of ten, Ed will be like, here's something awesome. Then he'll be like, here's something fucked up that I like. And then you're, you're like... No, 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 no. What happened was, I was like, hey, I want something totally fucked up. I wanted something terrible. I want something gruesome. And you're like, oh, follow me real quick. And then you brought me to their um their little booth. And they're like, Ed's like, here, here you go. This is a really, really fucked up one. So is this one. And I'm like, there's seven books. No, he kept pointing at his like, this one's fucked up, and this one's fucked up, and this one's fucked up, and this is fucked up. And this is sincerely fucked up. And he likes all the ones that are fucked up because Ed is a sick bastard. But he is so awesome. He really is. We all, like, when you when you finally are able to go to that place, we have to go with him karaoke. Okay. Fine, we'll go buy you a fake ID, and then we'll... I'm not that far away. Yeah, you're... you got some time. I've got some time, I know. We don't need to tell them. Anyway, so let me spin this Wheel of Manga see what we're reviewing in the next episode. Should be something fun or different or crazy. Let's see what we're going to review. Number five. So. Oh, this is going to be good. It's so terrible. It's so terrible. But it's so, so good. I mean, this is language I have to give a low rating to, but I like it for some bizarre fucking reason. So, in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, we're going to be reviewing a manga about blood, guts, and resurrection, saying... Yes. Bokusatsu Tenshi Dokuru-tan. So, I guess that's it for this episode. So, how do you think your first manga review went? I don't know. Why don't they let... Why don't they tell us? Who? That's a good. Job's done. That's right a there. good answer. Be I lazy. think you did good. We'll, you should be back for more, and hopefully you'll be around a lot longer. Definitely. Don't worry, we're not jinxing it. I promise you, we're not jinxing it. Anyway, we're out of here. I'm I'm Zan. And I'm Liz. We're Gonsville. Catch you next time. See ya.